On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we recap that disastrous performance from Game 1 against the Toronto Maple Leafs and discuss what the Lightning can do tonight to even up the series and bring things back to Tampa on a good note. All that and more, but first, let's play that music. You're Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? Happy Wednesday. On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we're going to discuss that absolute train wreck of a Game 1 playoff loss to the Toronto Maple Leafs, a 5 nothing thrashing on the road up in Toronto. Really a game in which, you know, the the score, even though it was 5 nothing, uh, the way the Lightning played it could have been a lot worse we'll talk about that as well as what the lightning could do to quickly turn things around you know it's only game one there is a you know the, the belief that teams once they win game one in a series you're pretty much almost guaranteed to go on to win the series that's obviously not entirely true uh, so there is hope for this Lightning team. But first, I want to thank all of you for making us your first listen as well as your first watch of the day. If you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to give us a thumbs up and hit the subscribe button. So once new episodes drop, you will be notified uh, as soon as they do, as well as hit the notification button in your audio platform listening device or app or whatever uh and you'll be notified as soon as the new episodes drop so go ahead and give us a five-star rating uh on itunes or spotify so go ahead and do that so on this show uh <laughs> I, I i mean i don't know even where we start with this game uh i said it on twitter yesterday late afternoon i i don't know i i'm still trying to wrap my head around because it, it was it was almost just surprising not really surprising because this team we've spoken about it on this show all season long that they they are very Jekyll and Hyde uh some there's some games where they come out and they play as if they're the president's trophy winners and then there's other games as what they come out and you would almost figure that no chance of making the playoffs so if one were to watch the game on monday not knowing that it was a playoff game you would probably ask yourself why are the lightning uh, why does everyone think the lightning are so good they're playing like a team that's probably not going to make the playoffs uh surprise surprise this team is in a playoff game uh so just looking at the numbers and then we'll go from there 24 shots on goal 44% 44% in the faceoff circle, 0 for 5. Uh, very concerning, yet not surprised with that number. Uh, 51 minutes of penalties, uh, 56 hits, 10 blocks, and 10 giveaways for the Lightning. And, you know, it, it's not to say that the Lightning had their fair share of opportunities to, to start off. I mean, y- you had... That that ten minute game is con that five minute game is conduct by Tyler Clifford on that really that that egregiously dirty hit on Ross Colton along the boards, um, 
obviously the 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 uh the broadcast crew that was doing the game saying he needs to control his emotions blah 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 that was that was there was intent behind that uh, i don't care what anybody says you could tell um you you almost have to not know the rules of the game to to realize uh to not realize that um that uh the puck was not even in the vicinity of Ross Colton and it, it you know i i understand like the league isn't going to really look too much into it and i'm not really going to sit here and make a a big deal about it it is what it is he's going to be suspended for game 2 so i mean I, i'm not going to get crazy about it at least he's missing one game but that that's a that's a potential hit to where you could be missing out on Colton for the rest of the series. I mean, his head, his face went f- flat off the freaking the boards there. And and so, I mean, you look at that hit again. I mean, I'm sure Maple Leaf fans will, will disagree with you. And I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be shocked, but at the same time, I mean, that, that was a, that was a, a hit with a clear intent to, to injure. But obviously that, that wasn't what made the game. That wasn't what, made the lightning lose it was their lack of intensity early on i you know it was i really i tweeted it out during the game once they got that five minute penalty i i made it very clear that the lightning needed needed to score uh it it would have been it it was really i I didn't tweet this out but i would have said that it it would have I think it would have made or break the game at that point if the Lightning came out and scored on that power play. You kind of would have figured where they were at in the game and and the fact that Toronto not only killed off that penalty very well, but had a couple of shorthanded chances, just showed where the Lightning were at. And and that's just been the story all year. Uh, it really has been. Lightning just be being given a multitude of opportunities to take control of games early on. I mean, you have an opportunity to jump on a team in their own building uh, not even 10 minutes into the game, and and you squander it. There, there, was, there was no intensity. There was, there was no fight in this team. I mean, there was a ton of grit. There was a ton of hits, and I, I, I didn't see it from this team, top to bottom. You just saw a team that was just discombobulated. Their zone entry was just absolutely atrocious. I've I've never seen a team turn over the puck as many times as the Lightning did in Game One, entering a zone. It, it I there should have I I almost looked on DraftKings or or you know on Bet Online or or any of the betting websites to see if there was an over under on the amount of turnovers that the Lightning Lightning could commit, and, and it was just it was just a very very poor performance and very disappointing performance from this team from top to bottom. Uh, I I was very shocked. Um, just and, and even over the amount of power plays that the Lightning were given. Five. And you mean to tell me that you can't score at least once? Can't score at least once to pick up your goaltender? I I you know, the more I talk about it out, out loud, the more flabbergasted i am by that performance and and we're on wednesday now we're we're two days removed from this game well we're we're a day removed from this game and and i just i don't understand it i i 
this team did not look prepared whatsoever. Uh, uh, the team that I saw Friday night in Long Island that came back from behind to beat the Islanders, granted, yes, the Islanders are not the Toronto Maple Leafs, or the team that beat the Florida Panthers the previous Sunday, 8-4, that is not the team that showed up the other night. I don't know who showed up the other night. You would have thought that maybe the Arizona Coyotes showed up the other night against Toronto. This, this was a team, and 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 I, I get on the – and the other thing that kind of annoyed me at that point in time during the game was when they cut to the – the intermission team, what I believe it was Chelios, Levy, and Messier. And Messier said this was a team that was overconfident. And I get that's his job. He's supposed to not be overcritical on national television, absolutely blast the team. You're not supposed to go full on Mike Milbury. If anybody who used to watch NBC uh, sports when, when they had the rights to hockey, you know what I'm talking about. And I get what Mess is trying to do there. But at the same time, you got to be honest. I, I mean, that that wasn't a team that was overconfident. That was a team that was just playing scared on their heels, unsure of themselves. And, and you saw it, too many passes, not enough shots, uh, just complete lack of awareness of where and what the other team was doing at certain points in the game. And, and Vasilevsky just looked absolutely sluggish out there. And this goes back to the issue of him playing 55-plus games out there this season. And, and – Still a reason why I, I disagreed with how Cooper played him the last couple of weeks. I mean, if, if you need a reason as to why you need to sit him, sit him, look at their 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 two previous three-game losing streaks prior to going on that little bit of a roll uh, in mid-April. But I, I just mean this team did not look prepared at all mentally out there. And and hopefully they could they hopefully they could look they could come in tonight's game. And, and bounce back from that. Uh, you know, this team has has not lost back-to-back games in the playoffs uh, in two years. So um, hopefully uh, we could we could see this team really show that, that Stanley Cup veteran mentality that we have all come accustomed to over the last year. So we'll talk about that more and what the Lightning could do to turn things around. But first, I want to talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is Athletic Greens. Now, if you haven't heard... I've been dealing with COVID, and and but I'm still trying to stay healthy. I'm trying to do everything I can to stay in shape because beach weather is right around the corner. Obviously, I can't go to the gym, so all I could do is manage my 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 what I my intake with with my health and everything. So I've been downing that Athletic Greens. What what I love about Athletic Greens is that it's lifestyle friendly, so it's for everybody. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, this is for you. It contains one less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial uh, artificial ingredients while, while still tasting good. And it supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses best of the products based on the latest science and with constant product iterations and third party tasting. And the best thing about it is that it costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. Now to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's 
athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. So if you're watching us on YouTube, you're staying right here. And if you're uh, on an audio platform, you're coming back right now. So once again, we're just trying to figure out what the hell happened the other night. I, I And really what this came down to, it wasn't, you know, maybe aside from, from Andre Vasilevsky, who we've, I think we've spoken it spoken about it enough and it's gotten to the point to where it's almost overkill and somewhat maybe I wouldn't say for the team in general, but I'm sure it's in the back of John Cooper's head. It's a distraction. Uh, at least, you know, trying to take away and, and almost trying to give an excuse as to why this team is just been blatantly underperforming the last couple of weeks here and there, just, not consistent at all. I've spoken about this all year. I've been talking about this since October about how this team has just not consistently performed where we 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 have such a dramatic drop off in performances it and it, and there hasn't been anything done by this team or this this coaching staff to really rectify the situation. And, and I get it. I, you know, the, the excuse could be made while well, this team has played the most minutes and most games out of any team over the last two years. I, I mean, come on, the, that's that's a given. At the same time, you also have meshed in a bunch of new guys, guys that really haven't played either a whole ton while they were with this team, guys like Cal Foot. Uh, or, or even Ross Colton, who only played nine games last year and then played, obviously, in the playoffs. We all know what he did. So you can't really give him the excuse there. I mean, he's played fantastic, so I'm not even going to fault him on this. But obviously, the big, the big issue here has just been the lack there of intensity early on in games. And, and I said it in the previous episode, how important it was for the Lightning to really get in uh, on the Toronto Maple Leafs early on in the game, and you didn't see that. And, and the, the Maple Leafs gave them tons of chances early on. And the fact that they, not only did they get five power plays to work with, they were thoroughly dominated on all those power plays by the Toronto PK. I understand Toronto has one of the best PKs in the league, but so did Carolina a couple of weeks ago when the Lightning played well against them. So, Show me the excuse there. Spot the lie. Uh, you know, I, I think that the Lightning need to just cut all the BS from their game now. Uh, they, they really need to come in tonight flying. They need to win. And I hate using this, this thing uh, to justify, but it's true. They have to win the period. They have to. And I think not only win the period, they need to approach the game and not overcomplicate it. They need to simplify it, go out there and say to themselves, listen, we got to win five minutes. Let's win the first five minutes. And then let's win the next five. And then the next five. And then the next five. If you could do that four times, you're going to be in pretty good shape. And it, it, it seems like the lightning, especially in one player, you know, I, I if you've listened to this show a ton, you, you know I'm a huge fan, of course, and who wouldn't be? 
But Nikita Kucherov needs to go out there and, and take control. We did not see that. He he we did not see him assert himself in this game whatsoever. Uh he had two shots in this game in 19 minutes and 27 seconds of ice time. And I, I have said uh, over the last month that this team is the best team in the league. And Nikita Kucherov is the best player in the league when he goes out there and takes control of the game because there are very few players with his skill set that could go out there, take control of the game, and actually make a difference and actually put a team on his back. And, and, and if there was ever a time to do that, that would have been when the Lightning were down 2 nothing. And... For him to only have two shots in this game, especially when your back's against the wall, because make no mistake about it, as 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 much as it's not a big deal that the Lightning lost game one, because you still have three more games that you get to to have, uh, you know, to 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 turn it around. It's still very important that your guys play well, and even though you know, and, and I've said it, win or lose, I just want to see everybody play a good, technically sound game, and we didn't see that at all. This was just a complete mismatch. So. But going back to Kucherov, what, what really he needed to do in this game, and, and we saw it too much, and that was part of the reason why the Lightning couldn't get really anything going in this game, was obviously one of his favorite moves is to make that cross-size pass against, across the slot to, uh, to Stamkos or whomever is over there. Toronto clearly was looking out for that. So why keep going back to it? I, I didn't see that patented Kuch... Uh, no look pass or or no look shot where he's looking across the slot and then he shoots on net. You have one of the best wristers in the league. Use it. Campbell isn't a Vezina Trophy winner. Okay, the reason why you got shot at, shut out by Campbell in the the Maple Leafs the other night is because he didn't challenge him. You didn't challenge him, and and, and anytime you get twenty four shots on net in a game especially a playoff game against a team like the Leafs, guaranteed to lose. You're guaranteed to lose. We saw that if, if you want to see another example, look at the Calgary Flames-Dallas Stars game from the other night. I think uh, last time I checked, I might be mistaken, but I think Dallas only had 15 shots on net. Now, obviously, they're a different team, but you, you got it. That, that's all the more why the Lightning are under, why you could say they're underperforming. And... and just a huge disappointment from this team in game one. You really thought after everything, all the progress that they've made from just really a, a lackluster end of March and, and half of the games that you saw, probably six games in in May, you thought this team would have came out firing, especially in the atmosphere where division divisional foe, uh, a team that you know you would have figured – you know, you know pretty well, and, and yeah, the the Leafs have kind of, for the most part, had the Lightning's number all year. But still, that's all the more reason to come out firing. And just <laughs> as you can tell, I'm at a loss for words. If you're listening, or if you're watching on YouTube, it, it, it's just this team. It, it's very concerning because even when they were down two nothing, three nothing. I'm not going to say that this team gave up because that's absolutely not what happened. At the same time, the lack of fight and, and urgency that they showed as the game kind of went on and, and just they kind of just 
they kind of just came to terms with the fact that this game was a wash. It was not good. Uh, and then the other last thing before we head to the break, and then we'll talk about what they need to do. I kind of already stated what this team needs to do going forward to win tonight, but uh, we'll reiterate that in the last segment of the day. The thing that was very concerning was that, and we saw this in the Islander game, was the amount of chances that that the Leafs got down low in front of Vasilevsky. And that I'm not just going to blame the guys down low for that, for easy rebounds and all that stuff. I mean, that's that's a complete team uh, failure. Every every guy on that bench that got ice time the the, la- the other night that that's on them. A uh, lot of guys just not keeping track of players. Uh, we've seen this all season long, and, and if you've been listening or watching to this show. Uh, you should not be surprised by the words that are coming out of my mouth. Because I told Olya in February that this was something that needed to be nipped in the butt. And I I told you, other teams are keeping track of this. They're looking at this. They're looking for ways to exploit this. And if you wanted to see the picture-perfect way to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Leafs executed that plan to a T the other night. So we'll talk about how the Lightning could turn things around in game two in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our last sponsor of the day, and that is BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball players playoffs. Major League Baseball this weekend run to the Roses as the Kentucky Derby is back, as well as the NHL playoffs. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports Sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. So if you're watching us on YouTube, once again, you are staying right here. If you're listening to us on an audio-based platform, you are coming back right now, joining us back. I just want to, once again, thank all of you for your continued support. Uh, It was great meeting some of you guys uh, at the Islander game last game of the season. Uh, what a fantastic night. Unfortunately, I tested positive a couple of days later for COVID, so that was just a little unfortunate there. But glad to see that uh, none of you that I met with uh, tested positive and are fine. So, uh, yeah, so looking at tonight's game against the against the Leafs, um, now that I, I, I spent the last 20, 20 or so minutes ragging on the Lightning, um, <laughs> what needs to happen is everything that I've already kind of said what they did wrong. Really, the Lightning need to come out and assert themselves. They've been, for the most part, all season long, a reactionary team. And and when you're the top dog of the league, as the Lightning are, two-time defending Stanley Cup champion, you need to go out there and, and be ready for the onslaught that is the opposing team's intensity. Because the, let's face it, and I even said this in preseason, that every team, whether it be the Panthers, whether it be the, the, the Avalanche, whatever team that you face out of there, all the way down to teams as lowly as, as you know, the Blackhawks and the Red Wings and, and the Coyotes and the Kraken, we're going to come out swinging on a nightly basis for you. They're going to bring it to you. And 
we've seen it from this Lightning team in the bubble in 2020, and that's why they were so good. And I'm going to apply this towards the Toronto Maple Leafs. There is no team that is more dangerous in the Stanley Cup playoffs than a team that has something to prove, that is playing with a chip on their shoulder. And this Maple Leaf team who hasn't won a playoff series in six years, a team who hasn't who hasn't won a Stanley Cup in over 50 years, they have a lot to prove. They have a lot of naysayers. They have a lot of expectations. And they came out and showed the lightning and showed their fans that we're for real this year. And they 100% are. Not saying that, obviously, after what was really an excuse my language, but let's be honest, game one was an absolute ass-kicking. Um, the Lightning can salvage this, honestly. There's, 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 there's six more games that that need to be that can be played. So it's you know it's it's you know there might be some other teams that might say might some other fans and people that might be say oh the Lightning are cooked, they're fatigued, they clearly weren't ready to play. Uh, we've spoken that at top of the show that the Lightning are have not lost back to back playoff games at all in the last two years. And that is something that's in their favor, that confidence that their ability that they have shown, especially the guys have been here, their ability to come back and win games and bounce back. And that's all it, that's all it takes. All it takes is one to even up the series. And then you're going back to Amelie in your own building, ready to roll. Um, so the keys to tonight's game is really lightning to come out, be aggressive, win the first five and, and play it five minutes by five minutes. Don't, don't go out there and, and try and win an entire period and say to yourself, you know, let's, let's win the first, let's win the first 10. Let's win the first 15. No, just go out there and win the first five, do the small things, which we didn't see from this team. Yes. They, they laid the body. They were very physical. That's great. But that, doesn't always translate into goals, especially when you're turning over the puck every single entry zone rush. And the Lightning need to be smarter with the puck. They need to win the battle in the neutral zone. They need to unleash Kucherov. The John Cooper, I hope, has had the conversation, whether it was yesterday or after the game or possibly this morning, needs to have the conversation with Kucherov and say, listen, you need to go out there and play your game. You know, we understand that you are you you could do a lot of things uh great you you could shoot the puck great you could pass the puck fantastic you could set up other guys <clears throat> there's a time and place to do that sometimes we just need you to 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 go in there and, and just take three four or five shots in a matter of sequence i'm fine with that i don't have a problem with that because it seems like and we've seen this over the course of the season the more he shoots the puck the better he gets over the course of a game and so really the lightning kind of need to lean on and I, and I hate doing this and I hate playing the game like this, but sometimes the situation like now calls for it. The night, the lightning need to lean on coach and Stamkos set him up. You know, the other night Stamkos missed a wide open shot right off his stick. Uh, he had two shots as well. You need to be better than that. You need to give him more than that. Set him up. And you know how the best way you could set him up 
is is set up the cycling, set up the play in the zone, stop turning it into a track race. Because sometimes when this team turns into a track race, a game in which we've all figured out by now, if the Lightning have it, the rest of the league is able to keep up with them. They're, they aren't the fastest team in the league anymore. The league has progressed since 2019 in that aspect. And, and so the Lightning need to go into the zone, set up the play, let Kucherov work his magic against the boards, set up Stamkos in the circle, let let Hedman, Foot, and Sergachev unload from the point. You do that, that's three goals there. And given how physical this game is going to be, probably given everything that happened tonight, especially with Jan Ruda getting cut up, uh, the Lightning need to take advantage of power plays. I, I mean, it really, Lightning need to score. They need to go at least 33% on the power play tonight and for the rest of the series. We're not even going to discuss future playoff games because if the Lightning don't execute the way they should in this series, we're, we're not even going to have the opportunity to discuss that. So Tampa needs to go in, play their game, play it with discipline, play smart, and just win five the game five minutes at a time. So we'll be back after the game tonight to recap everything. I'll also be dropping a now, which for those of you who don't know, Locked On Now's uh, their initial reactions to the games um, right after the game ends. I'll be dropping that on the social media pages as well. So don't forget to look out for that. And the YouTube page, LO underscore Lightning on Twitter, as well as Locked On underscore Lightning on Instagram. So look out for that and look out for the episode tonight on on your audio platform as well as YouTube. So we'll be back later tonight to discuss the game two hopeful uh, win as the Lightning look to even things up heading back home. So in the meantime, that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.